Hello, 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 everybody. You are listening to QD's Talk Time. And my name is LaQuisha Blair, but you can call me Q. All of my friends call me Q. I hope you are one of my friends. So let's go ahead and just jump right into things today. We are going to talk about menopause. Yes, that's right, menopause. Now, some of you may not know what menopause is. Some of you may have heard the, the phrase or the saying and thought, okay, I, I don't know what it is or yeah, my mom talked about that or my grandma talked about that and she got hot flashes and she talked about hot flashes a lot, <laughs> which that's part of it. Or sometimes, you know, um, men, you may have heard the phrase and the first thing that comes to mind is hot flashes or, oh, she's no longer having a cycle anymore. So that could be what you're thinking of. Well, it's way more than that. And we're going to just dive right into it today and talk about all the things that go along with menopause. So now let me shoot out my disclaimer here, okay? I am not a doctor. I am not a, a professional medical personality of any kind. This is just information that I have gathered from several different sites, several different uh, informative sites. You can look this stuff up on places like WebMD. You can Google it. But I've just gathered the information and we're going to talk about it from my perspective, just my personal experience. But we're also going to educate you and let you know what we found on the internet. Okay, so here's the thing. You know, I I came about this <laughs> and and let me just advise you, every time I, I get on here, it's like quiet all day long. And then as soon as I get online, things start to happen around me, like trucks and horns and trains and... <laughs> So it's never really quiet where I am. So if you hear background noise, just know I'm a live person. I'm a real person and I deal with everyday things just like you guys. So we'll just get through it, okay? (laughs) But anyway, getting back to menopause. So let me tell you, here's what happened to me. I started having some issues and now most people that most women let's change that most women that go through this period called menopause it happens to them naturally there are some women that are put into it um, by default and what do I mean by that well Here's what happened to me. I suffered from really heavy menstrual cycles. So my monthly menstrual cycle was extremely heavy. 
and it lasted forever, it seemed. So what would happen is I would come on my menstrual cycle and I would stay on for two, three weeks at a time, straight, no breaks in between, a full two or three weeks straight. And I would go so heavy and I would pass huge blood clots. And it scared me to the point where I remember um, one incident in particular. I was at work. Talk about being embarrassed. <laughs> I, was, I was at work and I was on, but I had just come on and I didn't think anything of it. But I wasn't feeling all that well, and I forced myself to be at work that day. I probably should have stayed home, but you know how we do. We want to go in, we want to, you know, um, get our work done, and and that was my deal at the time. I I hardly missed work at all. Even if I was sick, I would try to go because I just felt like they couldn't do anything without me. <laughs> you know, we we want to be. Um, we want to be wanted and needed and, and indispensable when it comes to our jobs. And that's how I felt. So I went to work that day and I wore a dark skirt and some boots and a top and I looked really cute. And, you know, I wore a skirt because it was easier for me. You know, if I had to go to the bathroom and change, I didn't want to have to deal with pants. Plus I didn't want to have an accident where it came through my pants. You know, when you wear pants, um, because you have to put them on one leg at a time and they're really close to your crotch where you're going to have your, your pad. I couldn't even wear a tampon. You know, when you're on your menstrual cycle, you can either wear a tampon or a pad. I couldn't wear a tampon. That just wasn't going to work. Um, I had to wear a pad. And I had to wear something that was going to hold a lot of fluid. So I, I wore a dress that day. I get to work. Everything's going natural. But then I have a cramp in my tummy, in my stomach, that just felt like I, I don't even know how to describe it. It was the most horrendous cramp. And then all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I, and I don't know, ladies, you know, that feeling that you get when, um, you, you cough and you know, and you're on your monthly period and all of a sudden you have this whoosh of, of, you know, flow. Uh, I don't want to get too graphic, but you have this whoosh of flow when you cough, okay? So I'm sitting there and I had a cramp, but it wasn't, I didn't have to cough or anything. It was just a cramp and it was in my pelvic. And then all of a sudden there was this, I, I immediately had to stand up and I was trying to get to the bathroom, but I didn't make it. And luckily, where I was sitting was in this private room, and there were, um, there were women. There were, let's see, one, two, three, four women that were around me. And they looked at me, and they was like, oh my gosh, you're turning white. What's wrong? (laughs) 
I've lost all the color in my skin. And it, if you see my picture on my podcast, you know I'm not white. <laughs> so for me to have lost color, that meant something. So I stood up and then all of a sudden I just had this flow of blood running down my legs and it was just pooling onto the floor and it, I don't know, it looked like something out of a horror movie, you know? And so they rushed me uh, out the door. I was like, I just need to get home. And, you know, they were going to call the ambulance and I'm like, no, no, I just need to get home because I still felt I could function. So I get home and I clean myself up, of course. And of course, I couldn't go back to work, you know, for a few days because it was just that heavy. And this was a natural flow for me. Okay, so which was unnatural, you know, Um, it, it was a normal flow for me because I had been going through this for quite a period of time. And when I say quite a period of time, I mean, like, you know, three or four years it just, over a period of time, it got heavier and heavier and heavier until it got to this point. And then once it was over, once my cycle ended, which I would go, like I said, three weeks at a time, I would be off for maybe four or five days, sometimes a week, sometimes even two weeks, but then I'd come right back on again. And that's the part that wasn't normal. I was, I started tracking it. I'd been tracking it for like, I don't know, probably about nine months now. And in the nine months time, I maybe was um, off a total of maybe two and a half months, two and a half months, uh, nine weeks, maybe. Maybe in that nine month period. So I went to the doctor. Now, don't get me wrong. I'd gone to the doctor before and I was told, oh, this is normal. You know, some, sometimes this happens. Um, just keep track of it. And as long as I wasn't losing, like, um, they checked my iron, they checked my potassium, they checked, you know, all of my blood levels, and they all seemed to be normal at that time. So they didn't do anything. There was not anything that they were willing to do. There was some things that they could have done, but they weren't willing to do them because I wasn't in a position that they called uh, necessary. They made that call that made it necessary for me to have surgery or anything like that. So they didn't do anything. So anyway, going forward, um, I went to the doctor and she said, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. This is, this is, it doesn't look good, but we'll keep an eye on it. Well, that went on for a few more years. Well, fast forward and it was about 2010. Uh, I would say August of 2010, no, 2011, somewhere in there. I can't remember exactly when, but I remember, um, we were living in an apartment, my daughter and I, and I woke up that morning feeling really weird. Um, and this was like many years past the whole work at 
you know, the whole incident that happened at work. And so I decided that I was going to um, go and lay down and get some rest. So I did. And then after I laid down to get some rest, when I woke up that next morning, I got up and I was like, I don't feel right. Something doesn't feel right. So I, when I woke up, I, I went to stand up and I fell. Now I wasn't on my menstrual at all. But I fell, I I passed out and my daughter happened to be there, thank goodness, because um, when I passed out, she, you know, brought me to and she's like, Mom, are you okay? Is everything right? Okay. And I'm like, no, something's not right. I don't feel right. And so we went to um, the emergency room. Well, when I got to the emergency room, um they were like, we're going to run some tests on you and see what's going on. And when they did, that's when they found something wrong. And I didn't know what it was at the time. I found out later on. All I knew is they weren't going to let me go home. They kept me, they rushed me upstairs and they said, we're going to have to do surgery um, because I was bleeding internally and I had uh, they were going to do an what they called an emergency hysterectomy. Now a hysterectomy you can get a partial or a complete hysterectomy and that's where a partial hysterectomy is where they just um, tie off your fallopian tubes Okay, they don't take anything out. A a complete hysterectomy is where they remove your uh, ovaries and they take everything out. They take your ovaries and your fallopian tubes so you don't have a cycle, but you can't have children anymore. Now, of course, all my children were grown, so it didn't matter to me. In fact, I was really happy to hear that. (laughs) That way I wouldn't have to worry about it anymore. So, um, but they took me into surgery. I did not know I was on death's door. I really was. Um, it was to a point where they told my daughter to call in the family because I had lost nine pints of blood. Now, I don't know if you know how much blood the human body has, but you only have nine pints and I had lost all the blood in my body. They could not do surgery because I didn't have enough blood in my body to do it. So they gave me, this is what I was told by my doctor. They gave me five pints of blood before I even went into surgery. And then while I was in surgery, they gave me another four pints of blood. And that, you know, brought my levels back up to a point where they could work with me. Now, I don't know what happened. My doctor wouldn't tell me for a few days after I came out of surgery, 
but my children were all standing around me and my mom and my sisters. And I'm like, you know, kind of wondering what's going on. And that's when my daughter told me a little bit of what happened, but she wasn't allowed to tell me any more because of the state I was in. I was still recovering and they didn't want me to have a relapse or, or they didn't want me to have a, not a relapse, but uh, a, a panic attack or a heart attack or anything like that after learning the truth, because sometimes that can jar a person's mental stability and cause havoc on their body, especially after something serious like that. So all of that being said, I went through a lot dealing with menopause and that's only, that's the biggest portion of it, but it's only a portion So let me tell you what menopause is. And ladies, if you're listening out there, you know, um, some of you may have even gone through what I've gone through. I know uh, a friend of mine, she had to have an emergency hysterectomy. And what happens when you have an emergency hysterectomy is it automatically throws your body into menopause. It doesn't matter how old you are. If you have to have that done, it throws your body into menopause. It's not a natural occurrence like everybody else because it's brought on by the fact that you no longer have the ability to produce the estrogen or the progesterone in your body that helps um, with the reproductive of hormones that regulate your body and regulate your menstrual cycle. So just to go over with you what menopause is. Menopause is a natural occurrence. It's a natural decrease of the production of estrogen and progesterone. This is what gives you the reproductive hormones and regulates your menstrual cycle. Now, what I had was a complete hysterectomy procedure when both the uterus and the ovaries are removed. And that is what caused me to have menopause. Now, This is done after, of course, all these other problems that you may have. Menopause can be caused due to chemotherapy. It could also be due to radiation therapy, or it can happen in cancer patients. Now, premature menopause is also what I had because it was induced by the surgery that I had. But premature menopause or uh, primary ovarian uh, insufficiency, this is when the ovaries fail to produce normal levels of reproductive hormones. So, I don't know, like, um, sometimes you have athletes that female athletes, because of their athletic ability, because they're training so, because they're exercising so, um, 
it can cause them not to have a monthly cycle. This is a little different. This is different. What I'm talking about is someone who is dealing with some of the issues that I mentioned. Um, They're having uh, problems with uh, bleeding heavy where they have to go and have surgery like I did or they are coming into that age where they're uh, 40 or 50 years old and that's when it starts normally or they are um, a patient that is going through chemotherapy or radiation therapy or even maybe a cancer patient. All of these things can cause menopause onset. Now, I say that and you're like, okay, so now we know what it is. What are the symptoms? Well, <laughs> here's the fun part. All the fun stuff you get to look forward to <laughs> that I still deal with, okay? So I'm 55 years old, by the way, and um, I've been dealing with this since I was let me see, 40, I think I was 42 when I um, had to have the surgery. So I was right in the age range. Uh, Maybe I was a little younger than that. Now that I think about it. Um, No, no, I, I think that's right. I was about 42. So I'm right in that age range when it would start anyway. So I guess that kind of worked out for me (laughs) because that was about the time I probably would have started had I not had the surgery. So here are some of the symptoms. Um, Some symptoms vary by person. You know, uh, not everybody has these symptoms. You may have some and not others. And some of the most common symptoms when you're nearing menopause... um, You may have irregular menstrual cycles, which is what I had. My menstrual cycles, like a lot of people, they have them on this day every month and you can set your clock by it. You know, you can set your calendar. You're going to, it's going to start on the third and it's going to end on the seventh or sometimes there's only three days. People, some people have a, a full menstrual cycle in three days and some people have it in seven. Some people have it in five. So it's between five, it's between, um, three to nine days is a normal menstrual cycle. And some people you can, you can set your calendar every month, like clockwork, it's going to happen. I was not one of those people. Mine didn't happen like that. So um, you you may have heavy bleeding uh, might occur for a day or two. Well, mine occurred a lot more than just a day or two. Mine was weeks at a time. So some people, it's like really heavy here and there. In my case, I was heavy all the time. Um, excessive sweating, night sweats. (laughs) I still have those. 
um, going through menopause, remember in the beginning, I was talking about your grandmother, your mom used maybe used to talk about how hot she would get. She would be super, super hot one minute and freezing cold the next. That's part of menopause. Those are some of the symptoms. I am, you know, it's so funny. I lay in my bed at night and I am burning up one minute to the point where it feels like my skin is on fire if you were to touch me. And then the next few minutes, I'm freezing cold. Um, You know, here's one that not everybody talks about. Vaginal dryness, itching, pain during sexual intercourse. Now, I have vaginal dryness. I don't have the pain. I don't have the itching. I don't have those issues, but some people do. That's part of it. Um, Not that they have any kind of disease or anything like that. It's just, they may be going through, (laughs) they may be going through menopause. If you see somebody I know I'm getting silly, but if you see somebody and, and they're kind of scratching all the time, <laughs> that may not be a cooties. It may not be a disease. It may be that they're just in the throes of menopause and, you know, have an itch. <laughs> I don't know. I've not ever dealt with that part. Um, frequent urinations uh, or and frequent urinary tract infections. Now, I did find that at first I had to go to the bathroom a lot. Uh, I was, I was, I was like a pregnant person. You know, when you see somebody pregnant and they, they have to go to the bathroom a lot because the baby is sitting on their bladder, you know, the baby's resting on their bladder. Well, I had to go a lot. (laughs) That's how I felt. (laughs) Even though there was nothing in there, I didn't have, I didn't have a baby or anything. It was just part of the menopause. Now, I've not had a lot of urinary tract infections, though. Um, But that is also part of it. Mood swings. Um, I'm a happy person, so I didn't have a whole lot of this. Now, there, when I first started, I was a little down. um, Just knowing the fact that I was never going to have children again. That that made me a little down because I absolutely love children. I love my kids and my grandbabies and all of that. And I knew, of course, I, on the one hand, I was glad because I knew I wasn't going to have to worry about that anymore. Um, you know, that I wasn't going to have children anymore. But on the other hand, I missed it. I missed that feeling, you know, um, kind of like, uh, women who, who, after they're, they give birth and, you know, you get used to having your hand on your tummy like that. You know how you used to hold your hand across your tummy and it was like a resting point. Well, you get that again when you go through menopause. You have this slight depression and it's not to that extreme, but it's, it's a matter of not being able to reproduce. You know, God blessed us to be able to reproduce unlike men, they, they carry the seed, but we carry the baby. And so you miss that. Um, but you know, that, that was the only part of the mood swing that I had. Now, some people go into a deep depression. Some people, um, go into a, 
you know, they, they don't want to do anything. It's like all of a sudden they're old and they don't want to go anywhere. They don't want to do anything. I didn't have that issue. I'm just a happy person, period. Um, fatigue. I did have some tiredness and I still do every once in a while. That's, that's a hormonal issue. That's a lack of hormones. Uh, weight gain. Yes. Uneven weight distribution. Yes. I have gone through that. I'm still dealing with that, but I'm learning how to adjust, how to adjust my diet, how to adjust my exercise so that I can maintain and not gain. And that's the key. Um, when you're going through, you may have some of these issues, um, and you just have to figure out and maybe you need to talk to your doctor about this. Some things that will help you and some things that won't. Now, let me tell you, there are some natural um, uh, hormones and there are some unnatural hormones, some synthetic hormones that your doctor may be able to subscribe. I am one of those people that could not take anything. I tried the the pills that they gave me, the doctors gave me, that only worked, you know, at first they gave me like one milliliter and that, that, or one milligram, I'm sorry, one milligram of this one type of medicine. And it's, it worked a little bit and then it stopped working. So they gave me two milligrams and it worked a little bit and it stopped working. They gave me three and it is same thing. And so they took me off of that and they said, well, this isn't going to work for you. So we're going to give you some cream. You just put the cream on your wrist and, uh, oh, you know, once a day and, um, you know, that should last you for 24 hours. And the next day you just put some more on, you do that every day. Well, that didn't work for me either. Then they said, well, we have a shot that will last for 30 days. You take this shot and you won't have any of the hot flashes and all the other stuff that goes along with it. And I took the shot and it sent me to the hospital. It, it um, caused my blood pressure to go through the roof. It almost gave me a stroke. And they, I was at work when it happened. They called the ambulance. They rushed me to the hospital and they said, what happened? What did you take? And I was like, my doctor gave me a shot this morning. They called my doctor to find out what kind of shot it was. And, you know, my doctor talked to him and told him. And uh, then they were like, they flushed my system with all kinds of um, fluids or, or, you know, gave me some uh, saline to help flush me out. And I just cannot take those synthetic hormones. I've tried things like black cohosh, which is supposed to be a natural, you know, hormone to replace what you've lost in your body, the progesterone and the estrogen. I've done the eye cool that you get over the counter, you know, all the stuff over the counter. I've tried it. I can't take it. Finally, I just decided I'm just going to have to deal with it. Um, sweet potatoes is a good um, uh, a source of estrogen. And I like sweet potatoes. So I tried eating those. <laughs> Let me tell you, 
you get tired of eating sweet potatoes. I boiled them. I baked them. I cut them up and fried them. I ate them raw. It just didn't work for me. I, I just decided, you know, I still love sweet potatoes. I just can't eat them that much um, to get enough of that hormone in my body to help alleviate. So I just decided to deal with it. Now, what am I dealing with? The night sweats, the hot flashes, and the hot flashes never happen when you want them to. It's like they happen, but not when it's cold outside, when you need a hot flash. (laughs) They happen when you're in a hurry, when your body gets stressed, you know, when you stress out about stuff, you're trying to get something done at work, um, you get overwhelmed with something, that's when the hot flashes are going to come. So I have learned to keep myself calm so that I'm calm and relaxed um, for the most part. There are some times when it hits me and I'm like, but I'm calm. I'm relaxed. It doesn't matter. The hot flashes are going to come. The fatigue has gotten better. I have, uh, I, I take a multivitamin, you know, I started taking vitamins and, and started, um, doing things to boost my energy and it's working for me. Here's the gist of everything. Okay. Menopause is not the end of the world for us ladies who have to deal with it. So it is an an issue that you can learn to work around. It is an issue that, um, you know, you, you're going to have to learn how to better take care of yourself as you get older. At the age of 55, I have learned to better take care of myself. Now, am I still dealing with uh, weight gain and Um, the hot flashes, and some of the other symptoms, the fatigue. Yes, but it's nowhere near the point that it was, and I'm learning how to deal with it. Um, I'm, you know, the exercising more, the taking the vitamins, the eating the right foods. I have, you know, sometimes I still binge on some of the junk foods like pizza and chicken wings. I had that the other day. (laughs) Um, I came home from work and my fiance goes, are you hungry? And I said, yes, I'm starving because I work a third shift. I'm still working. Okay. So I work a third shift and my, my fiance goes, are you hungry? And I'm like, yes, I'm starving. He goes, pizza and chicken wings. So yeah, we'll have pizza and chicken wings for breakfast. (laughs) We are not the conventional couple, let me tell you. So we had pizza and chicken wings and it was delicious. I ate two pieces of pizza and I think I had four of those little nublets, you know, the little flat pieces of chicken wings or maybe five. I think I had five to be honest. And it was so good. And of course, that's not every day, but it, you know, you pick out sometimes, but you don't do it all the time. And there are some times where you don't want to eat at all. 
but you have to eat something. Even if it's a little thing, you have to eat something just so you can put some nourishment in your body and give your body some energy to move on. So all of that being said, all I'm saying is menopause is not the end of the world. You can live through it. You can get through it. I don't know how long it lasts. Everybody is different. I've been in the throes of it since I was 42. I'm 55 now, so you do the math. It's, what, 13 years already. Um, Sometimes I feel like I'm starting to come out of it, but who knows? Whenever God decides to give me a break, (laughs) he's going to say, don't worry about it anymore. And he's going to take it away. And until he does, I'm just going to have to deal with it and work through it and make it a part of my life because it already is. Um, So here's what I will tell you. Go to your doctor. Get some help if you're dealing with this issue. You know, um, there there is some help out there. The, the hormones, the synthetic hormones may work for you. They just didn't work for me. So again, I'm not a doctor. I, I, I'm not a medical advisor. I'm, you know, I'm just somebody who wanted to share a little bit of information of what I know with some really great people out there. And guys, If you are listening to this, let me tell you, your woman, your girlfriend, your wife, your mom, whoever it may be, give them some peace, give them some respect, give them some time, give them some attention, give them some love. Because they're going to need it. They are going to need it. This is one of those issues that, you know, you, you, you can't help. It's not something you can stop. So show them some love. Give them some hugs. Have some patience with them. They're going to need your patience most of all. So... This, I hope you've learned something. I hope you've laughed with me. I hope you've, uh, I hope I've entertained you. I wish you a most wonderful day. Please know that God loves you and I love you more. This is LaQuisha Blair with QD's Talk Time. But you know what I say, you can call me Q. Thank you. God bless and have a great night. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.